0: It's lights out, and away we go! Hello
1: guys and girls, and welcome back to the F1 Podcast. I'm joined by David. Benichiwa. So, uh, Land of the Rising Sun, eh? Japan.
2: Japan, yeah. One of the, one of the all-time classics I do, I would honestly say. When you think of the classic, the really old F1 circuits, I think Suzuka's one that always comes up there. I think it's the only figure of eight circuit on the calendar, isn't it?
1: Yeah. It is. It's the only figure. Like, un... I don't know why they call it a figure of eight circuit, really. Because
2: it crosses over in the middle. I know. <laughs> but Imagine, like a, like, a number eight.
1: It's just...
2: He's now looking at his keyboard to remember what an 8 looks like, folks.
1: No, it's... uh... (laughs) Technically, Suzuka doesn't. I've actually got an image of Suzuka in front of me.
2: No, it it doesn't literally look like an 8, but it's just because of the fact that the track crosses itself.
1: Well, it kind of does look like an 8.
2: Because, as I say in Chile, it's certainly, as I can recall, the only one on the calendar
1: yeah it is the only one that crosses itself if well unless you can't have a pit lane I was
2: going to go on with that yeah but <laughs> um, the actual circuit i thought of that one myself for the actual circuit, but yeah one of the I'm one renowned for extreme weather extreme races, and if you're fans of our channel, broken safety cars, yeah. <laughs> We talk about it a lot, but yeah, it was the Japan short layout where we managed to, well, actually break the game in seventeen.
0: Mm. But I mean,
2: I'll say it now I only saw the race, unfortunately, due to time constraints and stuff that's been going on. So I can't talk a lot about the run it, other than what I said earlier. I think we really got a statement from Red Bull this weekend.
1: Well, it was a Red Bull dominant practice. And... All three. Yeah.
2: And quality. And the race. See... I think think Red Bull were resetting the balance after Singapore not exactly going their way. Yeah. (laughs) To be honest, I think even if Perez didn't have the best race he's ever had...
1: I mean, to be honest...
2: He nearly used as many front wings as you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, to be honest... By... Practice two, Norris was kind of showing his form a little bit. Come practice three, you know you had the likes of Lando and Oscar in mm. second and third. Yeah, which... that
2: McLaren has become. They've done a nice job on that package, haven't they? The McLarens by the end of the year. Let's say I really hope they can carry this into next year's car. Yeah. Because it'd be nice. I mean. I do feel, I say, I've said it last time, I feel bad for Lando. He has been so close to a win on so many occasions. Yeah. And he just always seems to escape him.
1: It'd be quite It'd be quite funny because I'll I'll bring that up to when we talk about the race this summer. Yeah,
2: I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the poor, poor guy couldn't win a raffle right now.
1: I mean, he got out qualified by Oscar. Yeah. Not by a lot. I'll give him that. Not by a lot. So Oscar's qualifying time was a one twenty nine four five eight. Landor's qualifying time was a one twenty nine four nine
2: three. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Tight. Like I say, it was there was not much between the but two.
2: Leclerc's not a big gap behind him, but Claire's probably only about the same gap behind Lando's. Lando was to Oscar.
1: Well, Leclerc was 129.542. Yeah,
2: well, i on, give me a second.
1: There's Max at 128.77. 128,
2: Oscar was 0. 0.035 quicker,
1: right? Yeah. He's having to work it out.
2: Whereas it was 0. 0.049 Leclerc was off. So there's not... And we're talking 0.0, 0 of a second. So there's not a lot of space. there's not a lot of gap in there at all.
1: But then Perez was in fifth with a 129.6,
2: nearly a tenth. Yeah. He's over a tenth back, There's two tenths back to Carlos.
1: And then Sainz was 129.850. So it was just like, what?
2: Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, like I said, Max, I don't know if Red Bull squeezed a little bit extra on Max's car this weekend just to try and, like, Actually, I think they wanted to make a statement.
1: It was definitely a statement, all right.
2: I wonder if they thought, you know what, reliability's been good this year, let's push this engine and see what it can do.
1: You know, um, obviously what I am going to bring up already is the fact that, you know, you. I've said it before and I'll say it again, Sergeant's Days are numbered.
2: Yeah. Especially.
1: Especially, I mean, he didn't, uh, he got, well, Williams got themselves in trouble as well. Which Is I'll that bring.
2: Will- Is that Williams' second seat a bit like the Red Bull second seat and maybe a be cursed? Hmm. I mean, think of it, before him we had, you know, Go Goatiefi. Yeah. <laughs> and we remember his escapades.
1: I mean, Sergeant Binned it drama- well, not dramatically, a stroll at
2: Singapore. Yeah, well, it Singapore, was fair, but... fair smack he was smack gave it, like.
1: Yeah. I mean, to the degree that they had to start building the spare chassis.
2: That's why right. they, they, they got a penalty, didn't they? Because technically they built three cars.
1: Yeah, they built too mu- They built too much of the spare chassis.
2: Which is a weird rule to manage to break, if you ask me.
1: Because they're only allowed to take the chassis up as far as the safety cell
2: right
1: but that car the next chassis was a bit more than that so they got a penal they basically got a penalty for it because it's basically Mm. classed under the sporting regs as a spare car
2: Mm.
1: and yeah so this podcast is probably going to be a little bit a little bit of a shorter one because not apart from that not much happened in <laughs> quali, not much happened really in practice.
2: Yeah, like I so, said, unfortunately I didn't see.
1: And like I said, apart from Sergeant crashing out, Guan Yu didn't seem to have any pace. Like. Hmm. Hulkenberg, Stroll, Bottas. The Hasses, Hasses didn't have any pace, really. Bottas really didn't have any pace. I mean, the only people that seemed to have pace was, yet yeah, again, one of the Williams, sort of. The Alpines, Lawson in the Alpha Tauri, Yuki in an Alpha Tauri, but, and um, obviously, Merck's a Red Bull <laughs> split in two Ferraris, and the McLarens I, were like, what?
2: Finally, finally found some Alfa Tauri pace.
1: <laughs> and I mean I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring it up now as well. And I think David probably echoes it, kind of, even though he says, obviously because I'm a Danny Ricardo fan, I personally feel that Alpha made a mistake with putting Danny Rick in for the twenty twenty four season.
2: I've said that. Yeah, I... it's difficult, but to me, lawson has been performing. Lawson has performed like car
1: Yeah, but
2: considering and... he only got put into it during a race weekend,
1: and scored points,
2: and so he scored points. To me, he's done enough to warrant a season.
1: But yet, yeah, that it depends. That. Uh this will also depend on the fact that I reckon that he might go back into super formula come next year i there's gotta be something that's stopping them from giving him a seat
2: yeah, possibly I don't I don't know I' say maybe we'll find out in time maybe there's mm. some great grand plan, but if Lawson if they are not planning to bring Lawson in this season, they've got to be planning to bring him in for 2025.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, it's, it's well and, you know, sort of well and truly. It's like Piastri's till 2026 or 2025, whatever it is. He got his contract. Didn't Yuki's. Did, did they reveal how long Yuki's contract was? And Danny's um, contract?
2: Off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you. Bear with me one second, caller. I'll just check.
1: Because I don't want to say it for two years when it could only for, be for a year.
2: Yeah, second. Let me just...
0: See if I can find the news article when they announced it. Um... But
1: it's... Uh, I still say, you know, that uh AlphaTauri is a bit of a dog, but it's getting there but it's a little bit slower.
2: It's yeah, it is. I said that car's been bad all year. Uh there You
1: obviously find it quicker than I am
2: so I'm going back.
1: Sonoda jokes Alfatari need three seats in 2024. That's
0: one I just saw as well. Doesn't say, it, does it? Yuki about the end
2: of 2024.
1: Right, so. I'm guessing it's only going to be for a year then.
2: Yeah, according to this, this is from Sports Illustrated. Hmm. Italian team till the end of 2024.
1: Well, I'm just gonna... Daniel,
2: Daniel Daniels is the same, yeah. So it's it will... for 2024,
1: yeah. So okay, so it's only a year. Um, hey, okay, maybe they bring him in 2025,
2: but you've, uh... You've, uh, the way he's performed, he's got to be worth a shot, unless they're sitting on some now. Bear in mind at this point. I don't watch any lower formulas. I struggle with the time to dedicate to it, to be fully honest.
1: Well, there's only one, there's only one remaining race anyways, now for so, F2.
2: Yeah, well, the, the point i was trying to make is, you know, there's F2. There's two or three other that's like Formula Fords, there's Super Formula. I, I don't follow any of those. No, unless there's like... some absolute superstar in the Red Bull stable that I haven't heard about, which, not only big edit, I find it very hard to believe. There's anybody with a better shout at F1 drive right now than Lawson.
1: Um... in their ranks. Um...
2: You don't need to start looking this up by the way. Anyone in the comments has any suggestions, please let us know and we'll look into these things, but
1: Yeah, I'm having a look at the moment. Uh... I
2: just I just cannot honestly say, see. I just don't see what being Danny will gain them. And I don't mean that as nasty as Daniel Ricciardo.
1: Experience.
2: Yeah, but Yuki's not exactly green these days.
1: Mm. Yeah, I same. get it. I've
2: said I've said for years, haven't I? The the ultimate driver lineup to me is one experienced guy and one new kid. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's that to me is the best you can set a team up. Because the experienced guy can help teach the new guy what to do, can help him out. But at the same time, I'd almost put Yuki in that experienced calendar at the moment these days.
1: Like I said, you've got Well, you've got got Roden Carlin, which is predominantly Red Bull, which is Maloney and Fittipaldi. But then you've got Hauger and Mm. Deruvala, which is MP MP Motorsports. The name Fittipaldi? Nah. He's not going to carry
2: some weight.
1: No. No. Yeah, Yeah, but it does the name carry. You know what
2: I mean?
1: Does the name carry? I mean, yeah, he's got himself 116 points in the F2 season so far. You know, you've got P- Paul Chair there, who is 191 points. He's y- leading the championship. Yuki
2: joined in 2021. Yeah. So Yuki's he's only two years, I guess, at this point. So, yeah, maybe he's not quite classics. God, I honestly thought he'd been in the sport longer than that.
1: No, Yuki was 2021 season.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm looking at Wikipedia, so it must be true.
1: Well. <laughs> no, but if we think about it, Yuki...
0: Yeah, he's only been with. He signed with them in 2020.
2: Took a rookie test mm. at Imola. And then in 2021, came in and replaced Kivyat and Alfatari in his
0: VR. I guess it was um, Toro Rosso back then, wasn't it? Yeah. Well.
1: Was it Toro Rosso?
0: Apparently, after the
2: first ever race, Russ Braun hailed him the best F1 rookies for years.
0: <laughs> really?
2: Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not, the, the laugh of that sounds crueler than I intended to, I
0: apologise. But, yeah, okay. Well, <sighs> Right, okay then, so let's go by the logic that Yuki isn't that experience, but still.
1: Or was... our oh, Russell was 2019 so yeah it was alpha became alpha in 2020
2: oh okay fair enough but anyway, i think i do i think he's still rousing to the point i'm trying to make that as of right now the brightest talent in lower ranks is lawson
1: well now it, it kind of proves that with him
2: now, what was I going to say? Um,
1: Outshining sergeant.
2: Let's be honest, that's not going to be exactly difficult.
0: But what they are make, you know, I can't see Perez having more than maybe another season. Unless
2: of destiny changes. And but you know, I... that's not something I want to say.
1: But who are they going to...
2: That's what I'm saying. Who are they going to bring in? I don't know if you had class Yuki as main no. material. No. Danny Rick, would you put somebody that age in? Maybe as a stopgap if you had to, but I don't think you'd want to...
1: Would... People have been... Even... The... <laughs> Since even... I you know, yeah, but...
2: only did two races. We didn't exactly light things on fire.
1: No. But even the Sky presenters themselves had said could you imagine Lando?" and Max in the did Red Bull.
2: Did you not see the picture? There's a still photo when you took of the um, grid at of the podium at Japan. And Toto and... Um, Toto? Christian's whispering something to Lando. Yeah. And the captain of the reads, Hey, kid, you ever driven a race-winning car? Do you want to?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, because, yeah, I... <sighs> Lando's got a bright future, but and to be honest with you, McLaren could be the answer because this McLaren to drag us back around has suddenly woken up and he's probably the second fastest car in the, on the track right now.
1: Well, yeah, I mean it can keep. It's ki- just how, it can, yeah, but it can stick there with the Ferraris.
2: It's probably it's probably the stronger car. It's certainly stronger than the factory Merck these days. The well. question is, is second fastest? How far off? First fastest is second fastest right now. And if this weekend ends go by, the answer is quite a lot.
1: Yeah, but the, so... fa- yeah, but the fact is, you've got to see qualifying at that. A qualifying, I can't really compare the qual... Qatar's going to be the ultimate. We'll see how the McLaren handles. Because mm. Qatar is a speed track.
2: Oh, we know. We've driven it up. we well, in the game, obviously. But... Yeah
1: but Qatar is is a speed track. So we'll see how the McLaren will handle it. But if... You know... I mean, go back... Go back to... I wanted to say go back to Monza, but the McLaren didn't seem to... The McLaren didn't seem to come alive at Monza. So that's the worrying factor.
2: You think it's a a car that's not overly suited to... Speed. Absolute speed.
1: Yeah. Because um... if you look at Monza, Lando only finished 8th. Oscar only finished 12th.
2: Hungary, they got 2nd and 5th. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going back to random. I think I like the slower tracks.
1: I mean, look, you know Belgium. He only finished seventh.
2: And Oscar DNF'd.
1: Yeah. Well, that was a ne- that was a bit of uh, Hamilton's fault.
2: I can't remember now. To be honest with you.
1: I think that was Ham. I think he he ended up hitting. I think it's something to do with him and Hamilton.
2: I honestly can't remember,
1: honestly. But Silverstone. You know Silverstone's a bit of a mixed bag. Look at what how he finished in Silverstone. Mm. You know Austria. He finished. Did he finish? Uh, Oscar was sixteenth in Austria. Lando was in the points. Yeah, he was fourth. See, Mm. that's Austria's another track that's a bit of a strange one. Like, okay, Canada has speed. And that car struggled. 13th for Lando. So, I mean, I'm probably going to be sat here, you know, and I'm going to be probably eating my words. But it seems that McLaren is suited like you know, like, like Singapore. Mm. But we could you know, I could like I say, I could sorry in my words, because maybe what they've brought to the cars now is better than what yeah. it was. So yeah, it could be up there. I'd like to see it up there again in the fight. Because, you know, Mm. McLaren fan, Red Bull fan, I'm a bit of a mixture. And I'd I'd like to see that. It was good
0: Mm.
1: racing. Well, it was. The start was a bit chaotic because, obviously, we had the pinball moment. Poor Perez, poor Perez. (laughs) He didn't have a gun. I feel sorry for Perez, though. I'm going to make a quick snide remark as I hope uh, Michael doesn't uh, go to Mexico, or if he does go to Mexico, he never leaves.
2: I going to say, yeah, he will need to go around with security, won't he?
1: How would you imagine? Yeah, I can imagine so. I hope he doesn't show his face in Mexico. I mean, yet again, he put a statement out. But he referred to the team, it was summer. I can't remember what it was to do with Perez or something, it was something to do with Summit anyways, but he referred to it as we, not, as in indicating Red Bull. And it's like, when well, didn't Horner already come out and say he's got no part of Red Bull? He's not yeah, but, part of Red Bull. Yeah,
2: but that's also when he's listed as a director of Red Bull Motorsport, so...
1: He's just an advisor. He just needs to really just fuck off before somebody punches him. Or worse. He'll get, if he goes to, like I say, if he goes to Mexico, he get lynched. Hmm. I can imagine so. But. Oh. Let's move on to the Mercedes.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) You have an interesting point.
2: Yeah, I've mentioned this before. I just think, based on the last couple of races, we're watching a very violent power struggle going on in the Mercedes team right now. Because I honestly believe Hamilton thinks he's number one. He's top dog, he's still. It's like the days when Bottas used to be his nice little lap dog, and I also honestly believe that George George has no time for his bullshit.
1: Well, yeah, and I agree because,
2: as I said to you, I honestly, I honestly think we're not going to keep Merck. Merck are going to be back near the top, if not next year, the year after. I do think they'll get bad there because they, they, can't afford, they can't afford not to. Maybe. It's sort of been them. And, I, and Russell wants to be that number one driver when it happens.
1: Do you blame him? Russell has always said even when he was at Williams, he wants to be fighting Yeah. for championships. So he's in that mindset. He's in that mentality.
2: Yeah. And I, honestly, I think he's the better candidate.
1: And I really do. You know, sorry, Hamilton fans, not sorry, but...
2: I'm not, I'm not saying the same way that I'm not sorry to any Ham- Danny Big fan that I, that I offended earlier by saying that I don't think... You know, these are my opinions. If you disagree, that's fair enough.
1: And, well, this is my opinion. I don't think Hamilton will get his eighth. Certainly not this season because, no. like we say, Max can wrap this up on the sprint race if he wins it.
2: Oh, he's not getting this season, honestly. Unless something big changes, I don't. I think we're gonna watch Red Bull run away with this till the big regulation change in 2026.
1: Yeah, but Hamilton. I'll, I'll
2: admit, as somebody who spent years complaining about the Red Bull domination, uh, the Merc domination, that's not what I want to see. But as I said before, I honestly, I didn't. I, I don't like the idea of a season where one team has won all but one of the races. I'll say that. But you have to stand back and just go, wow, and realise you are watching
1: greatness. But when you the fact that you've got a designer, well, you know, you've got Adrian Newey there.
2: You know, we, we, these last two seasons, we've watched the... Uh,
0: Vanderbilt back to back nine dark legs. Yeah. It's absolute perfection. And whether you whether you're fans of the people doing it or not, just
2: stand back and take it on. Just realize that's what you're seeing because you don't see it often.
1: You know, bar like I said, Ba my prediction was wrong. If Red Bull had a one in Singapore It'd have been probably, oh, possibly a clean, a clean sweep.
2: As I said to you when I made that comment, I honestly never wanted to say yes to that because, to me, there's so many variables in Motorsport. To say one team could win every single race
0: to me sounds impossible. But then, as this season rattled on, it's it would be flipping
2: heads ten. It'd be flipping heads twenty three times in a row. Mm. don't get me wrong it could happen but the odds are so far against you
1: but they nearly achieved it <laughs> they yeah. nearly would have achieved it.
2: I, don't, I honestly believe they can win every race with the rest of the season I really mean, do. which will give them what 22 out of 23 yeah which i don't think
0: we've uh, and i know we've got more races this year But I don't think we've ever seen
1: no that cause... level
0: of domination.
1: No, because even in twenty twenty,
2: ah, probably Two? Mercedes won nineteen in a season.
0: Really. And we I'm looking for oh. twenty sixteen. They won nineteen nineteen
2: out of twenty one races Last so if red, year, so, red if, bull.
1: so if Red bull can do the win the rest, they basically will beat mercedes is season record then
2: at the moment percentage wise red bull have already beaten that. Red bull have won, and this is going to wikipedia had ninety three point eight percent of the races this year well yeah that win percentage 2016 was only
1: 90.5 but you did like i say you do have to think though with hamilton as well i think he's a bit i don't want to use this word but i'm going to use it he's a bit delusional
2: i don't know if i uh, i would disagree with you there which was a surprise to you yeah i don't think it's delusion i think what it is it's a lot of belief Combined with saying the right thing when you're on a camera.
1: Yeah, but... Because he's,
2: he's... If, you, if you're if you a team player, you never turn around on camera and say you don't believe in what you're doing.
1: No, I know. Golden he...
2: rule one. You stick up for your team. You always say... If someone if someone asks him now, can you win the championship now? His answer is going to be, yeah, I stand a chance. Yeah. If he doesn't, but... That's not the image you give out.
1: No, but he's still... Because it
2: doesn't look good if you're walking around saying, well, this team's shite.
1: Yeah, but he's done that. The problem is he's done that live on camera.
2: Oh, yeah, well, everyone will have had a moment where you let your guard down because you're pissed
1: off. Yeah, he's done it on camera. That's the problem. He's said, you know, he's (laughs) losing faith. He's losing faith in himself. You've heard him say it. But the, the thing that irritates me is, you know, you don't hear the likes of Max Orlando in interviews saying, it's my team. That kind of grates me because I'm thinking, yeah, you're now referring to George as what you referred to Bottas, yeah. your second fiddle.
2: And it's funny, if there was anybody who could, you'd think Max would stand there. Because let's be honest, that too. That team is built around him.
1: Well yeah, we know that, but it's a case of um
0: You know it, Good evening, Alan. Nice of you to join us.
3: Oh, good evening. Who are you talking about?
2: Uh,
0: Hamilton, and, Hamilton. Hamilton and Mercedes right now. We were on a topic of. Um,
2: i said, I said after this race, we had seen a, um, we're seeing a bit of a power struggle at McL- Mercedes right now, where Hamilton still thinks he's top dog. And Russell can't be asked.
3: Yeah. Well, it's true. Though. Well, I got the interview. I saw some of the interviews after the race. So did I. Was it me, or did Hamilton actually have no answer? He looked a bit flustered when he was asked about the car. Yeah. I
2: honestly didn't see these, so I'll have to bow to you two on this one. Yeah, he but did. I'm just going by on track, and I'm not just this race. The last two or three races. Yeah, As I said, is- just... Just to bring you up to speed on what I said a second ago to Chris, he's like, because I honestly believe Merk will be back to winning ways, if not next year, the year after. I do. Yeah. And I honestly believe that Russell wants to be in the position where it's him.
3: Oh, yeah. He thinks he can.
2: I don't doubt he can. And he's right now trying to make that play that he gets that number one spot.
3: Yeah. And I think he deserves that number one spot.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you're not exactly going to sell that one hard to me, are you? <laughs> Let's be honest here.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's like I said earlier on, just to repeat this, even Russell and the Williams used to say, you know, I want to be fine for the championships.
2: Yeah. You know, that, that that's where we are. And it's, honestly, it's, it's good to, and it's good to see a team who are letting the gloves off a little bit. Well, Toto
1: went there, was he? Auto wasn't there, that's why they were allowed to fight. Well, no. sure. no. been they weren't really allowed to fight, they just took it upon themselves to fight. They've,
2: they've been given a bit of a free reign all season, haven't they? This isn't the first time we've seen them two go wheel-to-wheel quite. Well, no,
3: they, look at the last race.
2: I do, I do like Russell, though. He attacks Hamilton and then goes, do we really want to be fighting each other?
3: <laughs> Which is the F1
2: version of stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself.
3: Yeah. <laughs> But just... on, that, on that point, he was behind Hamilton, and he did have, you know, or if I but he had a good point. Are we going to fight each other, or should we just get on with this? So I'm not going to lose time on the people in front.
0: Hmm.
1: But it didn't work that way. Russell got the shot. No. You know, Russell. I... Russell wanted to swap it. Basically, wanted to do what science had done to Lando, kind of thing. Was, yeah. tore Lewis around. And then swap on a better lap. But because. Who was it? Who was behind him at that point? Was it Leclerc? Or was it science
2: It was science behind him. Because Saints ended up getting him. in was game Russell in the end.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Because they had the Ferrari closing him because they dicked around fighting too much. Yeah. It didn't work. So it kind of was for nothing
3: i mean it was a bold call from russell himself to just a one stop didn't work though did it it's still a bold call
2: um let's at seventh place he's probably about where the you'd expect them to be at the moment so to say he didn't work is possibly a little unfair
3: but uh, even if he had two stops i was still working he would have finished around seventh
2: that, that's that's what i'm trying to say mm. I mean, he wasn't going to, let's be honest, he wasn't going to win this race. As I said from the offset, this weekend was Red Bull making a statement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the boys are back in town.
1: I mean, <laughs> did you catch the cool down room at the end? Very quiet. Who's <sighs> quiet. Well no,
2: they, well, no, they weren't. They were fair talk because they were watching all that crashing in the beginning. Because Emtree in the front had missed all of that.
3: But well, what made me laugh
1: was the podcast bit. That's what I'm about to bring up. <laughs> was the fact that Lando goes, something like, oh, back on Max's podcast. Oscar pipes pipes up with new edition. And Max goes, but I hate, uh, but I, well, it was either I hate it. or I don't like podcasts or I don't do podcasts, something yeah. like that. And it's like, fair play. <laughs> But it's just the reaction when them lot are t- when Lando and Max are together in the cool-down room and they're watching the race back, it's Lando's reaction to the race. Because I noticed that with Science as well, even when <laughs> Lando and Sainz were together.
2: But like I say, you've got to remember, they've probably not, they probably not—they don't know half of what's going on in that race, especially if they've been out front all the time and run away with it. Yeah. They haven't seen... A lot of what they see on their screens is the first time they learn about some of these things.
1: Like like the uh,
3: pinball Lando, incident. Lando turned around and said, best episode of the Max Verstappen podcast. Oscar turned around and said, book me in for the next episode too.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> was it that? Or was it yep. new edition? Nope. All right, fair enough. <laughs> and then... Uh... And then it was like... Next
3: up back... Oh, no, it was a new edition, sorry. Um yeah. I'm just going to look at it now. I've got a video of it.
0: Yeah.
1: And but the point I'm going to make here is Perez. It
2: wasn't his finest weekend, was it? I feel like I've said that a few times lately.
1: No.
3: I think he's going to be next up back on Max's podcast. Mm. Then Officer um, said, New Edition. And
1: then Max Terran said. Hang you know, but we wanted adult. I to do with adult doing? I don't do podcasts or something. <laughs> I don't even like podcasts. Yeah. Which was well, he would I say thought. that
2: because he hasn't heard the game time UK one podcast of exactly.
3: Course. <laughs> or, <laughs> but was it me or did Oscar seem a bit unsure what to do?
1: Well, of course he's going to seem on. Well,
3: I don't but get what. He, my... But he's been on the
1: podium before. In F two, yeah. And F3. Yeah, but maybe they do it differently to how they do it in F1.
2: I also honestly think he... As much as he's a team player, I think he'll be a little bit gutted. I think he'll honestly believe, and I would agree, that second was on the cards famed. him this, this race. Yes. I think he'll feel a little hard done by. He'll understand it's for the bigger picture.
1: Well, yeah, Man Lando's, Lando's got more points than...
2: Well, as I said as I said earlier, that second place has put Lando level on points with George. Hmm. And we're getting to the nitty gritty of the end of the season when the prize money's gonna start getting dished out. So.
1: Yeah, I know. But the yeah, going back to Perez, it's a bit of a sticky situation Red Bull put themselves in.
2: Well, as, as I said earlier, I think he used nearly as many front wings as Chris does in an average race. I no, mean, no, that's saying something.
1: Oh, well, the FIA gave Perez... A, um, Perez had been given extra penalty points. Obviously, Perez got that pen, uh, the five-second penalty with that hit incident with Magnussen. Yeah, but he then got an...
3: Was it just was it just a one penalty he got or did he get two?
1: No, he just got that one. But then he the pe he got he got the five second penalty for safety car.
2: Yeah, cause did he He overtook Lando on his way into the pits, didn't he? Is what?
3: Alonso. I think he overtook Alonso, Alonso. Um, on on the way into the pits, which is what he got
1: penalised for. No, it was it was the out when he come out. Is what? He no, appeared. it wasn't.
3: It was actually going in. That's what the, even um, they were confusing the commentary as to why. Because actually. There wasn't I, anything I, wrong with coming out. It was actually going into the pit lane that he overtook then.
2: That was it, I thought, because coming out, he seemed to end up having to give a couple of places back.
1: Yeah, he did give yeah. places back. But it was, it was actually going
3: into the pit that's what caused the penalty.
0: Yeah, he's having a fun right mm. now, and it's not what I like to see,
2: but...
1: Okay, so yeah, however, he over- he-, he overtook... Yeah, <sighs> okay. So... Yeah, it was. He overtook... Um... Alonzo going in, and that's what gave him the points... Uh, gave him the penalty but he has also got points on his he has got two more points on his super license so he needs to keep his nose clean for the rest of the season otherwise he's getting a ban
2: Mm.
1: which is kind of not what you want but then obviously they re- they retired the car. But then obviously unretired the car. Because the FIA had cleared them to do so. Well,
3: was but, it. they wanted to clarify because actually in the rules it states you can
1: actually come back out. But here's the other sticky situation that Red Bull may have got themselves in. With Perez, because did he sit in the car? You know, did he stay in that car? No, he got out. Did he keep all his gear on? That's what we didn't see, because if he did, he took his helmet off. He should not have been come out then. He should not allowed to have been on. That's weird because in the Sporting Rigs article. If a driver removed the safety gear, they're not allowed to unretire. They're not allowed to unretire the car. So if he took his helmet off, I'm
2: guessing during a red flag situation, these rules change slightly because during red flags we've seen drivers obviously helmets off and.
1: Yeah, yeah. Red flag is different because of the yeah. extended period. But during the race, if he's taken his safety gear off, he's. They're not allowed to unretire the you know, they're not allowed to unretire the car, which is kind of weird that he was allowed to rejoin, even though the FIA had say had said he had. He was allowed to do it. But he's taken his helmet off. Unless they're not in what they're classing as safety gear, is their What's that thing they put around the neck? Hand Yeah. Unless that's what they're classing as that being removed. If that got gets removed, then maybe that would class that rule as then them not allowing to retire it. Maybe they are allowed to take the helmets off. Because within that heat... Yeah. Within the humidity level, then maybe. You know. He probably could have passed out. It just seems. It just seemed a bit weird under the under their ruling. So maybe it is the hand, the hands device, or whatever it is that if they remove that, then they can't. Then yeah. re. On. Nine times
3: drivers when drivers take their helmets off that comes off with it. Yes, it can be done separately, but nine times out of ten, when you watch drivers take their helmets off, they take that off with it because it's actually attached to the helmet.
2: Yeah, yeah it's attaches they're only like little push-pin push, push pin clips.
3: Yeah. So mm-hmm.
2: the easy to take off are well, not easy to take off while the helmet's on you. They'll be easier to remove without the helmet on because where they are located on the back,
0: I'm guessing isn't the easiest place to reach round to.
2: Yeah. You might be like trying to, I don't know, try to take, some, like to take something off yourself. If you're not... You know, sometimes it's easier to like take something off a shirt once you've got it off rather than try
0: and yeah. fiddle around your own back.
3: Yeah. Just, just, you see that when they, whenever they finish the race, when they're taking their helmets off or they've celebrated with the team, they're taking that off with it.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm.
3: Uh, just keep talking a second what do you want us to talk about though that's the thing <laughs> the race keep talking, but talking about what I not think we're going <laughs> too much into the race right now until we do the podcast we're recording we're re- recording it
0: yeah we recorded now yes oh, okay so yeah this is this is it so yeah so
3: um... <laughs> well i didn't know that bit.
2: <laughs> sorry i forgot to turn the red light on give me a second <laughs> actually I'm sorry that's the wrong red light forget about that
3: <laughs> <Focus>. <laughs>
2: that's the wrong red light but i've just made 20 quid
3: <laughs> happy days um <laughs>
2: so yeah I, so...
3: But, I mean the race itself it just started off fantastic
2: Oh, it was still one of the more dramatic starts we've had for a while. Cars flying through the air. And fair play to Williams, once again, building a car that can take that kind of hit.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, God, F1 cars in the past, if they were hit like that, they'd have four wheels pointing in four different directions.
3: I'll tell you what, though. I am impressed with Williams this year. You know.
0: Albon, but... yes. Sergeant, less so. Well, yeah. Um, you know. I, I
3: mean, Albon's got all the... Twenty-one points for them. Yeah, but to see them above teams like AlphaTauri, AlphaTauri, or Haas.
2: Yeah, Alex. It's a right massive, right
3: it's a massive achievement for them. For that car,
2: which last year was certifiably horrible.
3: Yeah, you know, because the last few years they've always finished last. Yeah, you know, and they're now seventh. Hmm. That's a massive improvement this year.
2: I mean, compared that to our who still, I think, have more drivers than points.
3: <laughs> That's it, they've got five points.
2: Oh, no, they have now. They've actually now got less drivers than points. Wow. <laughs> for a while, they only had three points in the season. They had, five, they had four drivers listed.
3: The well, thing is, though, Liam's got two of those points for him. Yeah. He's only one just, point behind Yuki.
2: We discussed that earlier where we said, I can't understand them bringing Danny in.
3: Hmm. I've I mean, mentioned this before, you know. I would love to see Liam Lawson in an F1 seat next
0: year. Yeah. Even if it's Williams? Probably is
2: not. i had been giving up his red bull ties because they'd never have him.
0: Yes, that is a
3: fair point. But it's going to give him a chance to drive in F1...
2: Mm. I know. I know you're saying I don't disagree with
1: you. Yeah, but it also depends on how long Liam Lawson's contract as reserve is.
3: Mm. We
1: don't know that. No, but I'm sure there's buyout,
3: you know, buyout clauses and things like that in his contract, and there will I'm sure be they but... some sort of agreement. We can come to some sort of agreement with Red Bull over it and all this lot. You know, it not as if it's going to be a, a major, major thing. Mm. Um, it'll, At the end of the day, a lot of it will come down to money. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: But I still reckon he should be in Formula 1 next year. Just yeah, look, at, look, look at what he's done so far.
2: Yeah. Exactly what I said. I mean,
0: I can't see... What other option? I can't. I don't know a better option Red
3: Bull have at this point. You know, even after the last race, he was saying how he he goes and speaks to Helmet after every race, just to get his opinion. Even though I think that's wrong myself, but there you go. Yeah. You know, I think if he cuts ties with Red Bull, obviously. I think they we'll put into a contract stipulation and say he will be allowed back.
0: Awesome,
3: yeah. You know, there is always that opportunity for him to actually go back I mean, in the future.
2: I mean, if he could ties with Red Bull in a couple of years at Williams, he could fill that void in the Mercedes seat that I've been seeing coming for this season.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you think all teams have now said who their drivers are for
3: next year? Mm. Bar Williams Yes Albon is Albon is there next year but he's still not said that second seat
1: No
2: mm. It's the only one left unconfirmed isn't it
3: Yeah <sighs> And I would love to see Liam in that I really would
2: I yeah I don't disagree with you I just I just don't see I don't think it'll be I don't think Sargent's done enough to warrant it No unless, we, unless he's bringing a lot of money
0: in from somewhere you know, it's. I think Liam would be an ideal fit, but obviously you have then got to look at
3: who's in there. Have they got an academy? To do have they got somebody else in lining up? Sort of thing. It's that whole situation. We don't know what's going on in the background. Well, we haven't heard about Mick for a while. No.
2: Correct. Right. Yeah, him in the Williams. If the Williams, especially if the Williams is going to continue to. Improve the way he's doing. Him and album could be a reasonably good package. I'm, I'll yeah. reserve. I kind of reserve judgment a little because as much as I like Mick, and he didn't really cover himself with glory that year. But then again, the has was such a bad car that I don't think we saw his full,
0: yeah, potential. But, but it's that whole:
3: who do you get? Do you get somebody that's had that experience? Mm. Already in Formula One. Okay, Liam's don't get me wrong Lawson's got that little bit of experience at the moment. But do they go for somebody that's got a bit more experience? Or do they go with somebody like Lawson or well,
2: they, new... they've got Alex has got reasonable experience now and he's performing well, so I think they've got the experienced angle. Yeah. What what they need to be doing is Merck needs to be stepping in and putting somebody in who they think will be driving that Merck. When Hamilton steps down, which, like I say, I can see being in two years. Yeah. I know he's, I honestly would have said one year, but I know he's just signed a two year deal.
3: Yeah, so he's got a two year contract,
1: which I reckon that'll be it. And I, and I still, I don't know, after what David said earlier, I kind of think that Red Bull might be on the porch to McLaren at some point.
2: Yeah, so, yeah I tell you, I can see Red Bull making a play for Norris. Yeah. But he's contracted till the end of 26.
1: He's contracted yes. till yeah till the end of twenty. Because my
2: comment on the Merck situation has always been they'd have to buy Norris out of McLaren, which I'm sure they could do at a price. Oh yeah, but it would be what price? Yeah. But Norris's point of view, would you do it right now? Because as it stands right now, I think McLaren's the better seat. Yeah. So, so you, you
3: know, know, since the summer break they've turned that McLaren round.
2: <laughs> yeah. I hope they can keep it going into next year
0: because they could have a real good package if you get a full season at that. Yeah. You know, and
3: it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, we won't know what's happened with a lot of the teams yet. Come near the end of their con- driver's contracts. But for the end of the year... I'd love for them to announce Liam Lawson as a Williams F1 driver for next year. To me, that makes more sense.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, yes, it's great to see Danny Rick back in an F1 car next year. But will they have the car for him? Will it be a better car than this year? Or will it be like it is this year? Well, the time will tell on that one.
3: Mm. You know, have Alpha done this on purpose so they get that bit more tunnel time, you know? They with, don't the re- s- with the new regulations s- in place and things like that, have they actually sacrificed themselves this year ready for next year so they get that extra you lose, you're losing
2: prize money for time though and I'm not sure any team would willingly do that that's up there with the old thing where they claim that a team will sabotage one driver to let the other win the championship I'm sorry I don't believe that would ever no a team's got to want to do the best
0: but
3: that car just hasn't performed this year
2: Oh as I've said before as i said before though, the issue is somebody's got to be last yeah. yeah. There's no two ways about it. Somebody has to be last. You can't all have the best car. Now mm. it was Williams for a couple of years. It was Williams by quite a margin for a couple of years. Yeah. Then it was Haas.
0: This year it's AlphaTauri. You know, we had Aston Martin. That was a bloody awful car last year.
3: They've gone. Da- for me, they've gone downhill after the summer break.
2: I don't. I want to, they haven't gone downhill in my advice. What's happened there is everyone else has jumped forward.
0: I mean, look mm. at, what was I going to
2: say? Look at how, uh, well, look at McLaren's a good example. Yeah. yeah how many years ago was Alonso struggling to make the start of a race?
0: Mm mm-hmm.
2: That was the Honda engine, which is currently doing everything in the back of the Red Bullet. Does well, but.
1: Which will soon be going yeah. to the Austin mine.
2: Yeah. You know, the start of this season, the McLaren was nowhere and looking outside. So it's, I don't think necessarily Aston Martin have gone worse. I think they've gone forward. I just think everyone else has made bigger jumps around them. And I also think it was maybe a bit of a shock to the system to us just how far ahead that Aston Martin was at the start of the year. Yeah. Because none of us saw it coming.
3: Don't think Aston Martin saw it coming.
2: God I had them down for a win this year. I'm actually thinking that's looking... I do not think that's likely anymore. I think that ship sailed, sadly, <laughs> but I I could see Alonso taking a race win the way this season's
0: died.
3: Hey, miracles do happen.
2: Been nice to see, but I think like I say, I have a feeling Red Bull are now firmly in the Right, Singapore happened, you had your fun, now it's back to
0: Yeah. What we do. I mean it's going to be an interesting end of the year should we say it will though you know guitars
3: they've only driven it around once yep
0: yeah, it's a very
2: very fast circuit as we know
3: yes um who is it yes it's going to favor red Bull. we know that but part of put red Bull aside who's actually going to favor more on other teams, Mate, I, uh, I reckon it could be McLaren because they are quick.
2: I was going to say yeah, it's the McLaren over the Merck and the Aston Martin, isn't it?
0: Ferrari. i
3: was
2: say the Williams is a very quick car in a straight line.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: Look at how much of a pain in the arse um, Albon was at Monza. Well,
3: he was like that, Canada, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, that Williams is slippy. That Williams, it, it may not handle brilliantly, but in a straight line, it's slippy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, while they're not going to be challenging for a win, I'd very much doubt it, they could be sort of firing.
0: Well, I mean,
2: Albon I could think... be. I honestly don't think Sargent will be, but...
3: No. do well, you think, out of the, the remaining races, you've got Qatar very quick. We yeah. know that. Mexico.
2: Relatively Asia. quick. He's got that massive, long straight and a few and quicks. Vegas. Vegas felt fast towards Vegas, Vegas is the one I'm looking forward to. Even yeah. if pe- even if people on fails of the week did call it friggin' Spa,
3: oh <laughs> my, <laughs> Vegas, you plebs. You know, at the main races, they to me those three there are the remaining fast races. Yeah,
2: Ab- Abu Dhabi's a quick track because the
3: because well, the, yeah. uh, the
2: updates took away the slower corners, didn't they? Because they made True. the bottom into one long sweeping bend. They've taken out the first chicane now, haven't they? They've a straight line to the bottom airpin.
0: Yeah. But,
3: you know, and then you've got your technical courses, like Brazil. Yeah. Yes, it, it can be quick, but it's more...
2: It's more of a handling circuit.
3: Yeah. If
0: you've got that middle section that's just corner after corner after corner. You know, OK, we've got...
3: Koto as well in there
2: you know again it's a 50-50 and I'd put Koto on the technical side between the S-bends and that bottom and that last three the apex bend that we can never get right
3: <laughs>
2: yeah I, I I usually end up so far off the side of the circuit going round that, that I have to pay to get back in
3: oh we know <laughs> you'll go down to the airport and back you know yeah
2: yeah I'll I never get the car park halfway around.
3: I'm <laughs> turn seat.
2: you
1: bitch. making sure your parking ticket's (laughs) (laughs) fine. overall you know it was one of the better japans we had seen
2: it was a good race yeah i mean what you kind of got to do the whole yeah first place happened as i said earlier respect the level that we're watching right now respect that that car that driver that team i'm nailing it yeah but then you look behind that, there was some close racing, there was some good battles, a little bit of fun and games. The safety car actually got run out again.
0: Very early on.
2: Yeah. Because, yeah, and it
1: was just... because of all the uh, little bit of the incidents with uh, bumper cars or pinball, as we call it.
2: It's just a four into one, don't go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like,
1: trying, but...
2: it's like when you watch them going about four wide you Turn 1 at Monza, the F123 AI are good for that. Yeah. Like four wide Turn 1. I'm just going to hang back a bit and let this develop. <laughs> I'll be over here.
3: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, is, it has been one of the better ones, obviously. Last year was one of the worst ones.
2: Yeah. Wasn't last year, like, no overtakes, no safety cars, no nothing.
1: It was downpour, wasn't it? Last year was the one where we had the incident where everybody was up in out. Oh, it was
2: Sainz. It was where, yeah, signs had It they put the um, recovery
1: vehicle well, on track when yeah. the cars still going around. And the, yeah, they couldn't see it.
2: Saying that, I was watching touring cars through it down Sunday, and at one point, they waited till the entire field was at the other side of the track, and then next thing, a little man or two had to bomb out the pit lane and off the side of Turn 1 back into where it was supposed to be. <laughs> To be fair, then things can move a damn sight quicker than I gave them credit for. That thing was tanking. <laughs> it must have come out of the pits at full throttle and not lifted.
3: Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it was an interesting race. You know, it did have everything. Yeah.
2: Let's have which more is, of that for the rest of the season.
3: Which is what you want when it's on early in UK over here.
2: Yeah, when you've taken the time to get up at 6am, you actually want something... Half you five. You're paying back for it, don't you?
1: How about, half five. How about didn't go to bed till after the race?
2: Well, look, you're a freaking vampire. We know that. Yeah, but <laughs> I, had
1: other, I had other stuff I could begin. I give, you know, I was getting on with before the race.
2: So was I, sleeping.
1: Yeah. Well, I say half five, but I went off at half
3: five.
2: Mine went off at quarter to six, and I think I was sat down about ten to.
1: Well, you've got another 6am one, which will be Vegas
2: but Vegas, Vegas is going to be off. I'm um, definitely
3: that you get
1: off for no matter what, you don't care. I'll be
2: honest with you, I, there's, a, there's a good chance I will get up at half four for the Vegas one. <laughs> I kind of want
1: to see what the pre show is going Just to be because, like. Just
2: because, yeah, I know <laughs> that Vegas is going to be fucking crazy.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, I think back to that first year when Liberty Media had COTA and we had the goddamn run out to the cheerleaders. mm Imagine that, but with Vegas flashing lights.
1: Yeah, let's see how cheesy Vegas will be, but obviously Qatar. But obviously before we finish, there's kind of one more thing I've got to do.
2: I'm sorry, no, there's a cracking pun between cheesy and Qatar involving teeth there,
1: But you couldn't get it in quick enough, could you?
2: That's what she said. Don't! I had to. He I set that one up too well.
3: Me thinks so, I about You talked about a certain fantasy.
1: Yeah.
2: Is this real life? Is this a fantasy?
3: Caught in a mm. landslide.
2: The... No escape from reality.
1: As you know, if you don't know by now, we do the, like, obviously, F1 Fantasy League.
2: As you know if you don't know.
1: And that's this race you? This race has done me a favour, put it that way. I I'm, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm less happy.
1: I know you're wait, you dropped down the order. Why? What tr- oh. Mr Perez, Perez, Perez. Williams.
2: Williams. Didn't do me any favours either. Yeah. Because was he double DNF? No, it wasn't double DNF, was it?
1: No. Obviously, because Hamilton, Hamilton helped you out. Obviously, he had Oscar and Oscar, Lando and Alonso, Hamilton and Max. Yeah, you already got one hundred and sixty-eight points that race.
3: Mm,
2: yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We're not, we're not done yet. I'm still not that far behind. Well, I've lost a bit of ground. I'm nearly three hundred points off Chris now
3: yeah
1: i'm gaining on chris <laughs> that's the problem it was Gw- i'm
2: over a thousand clear of your third team though alan so it a problem that guan
1: Yu did not did not do me any real favors there
2: the funny thing is your third team actually got no negatives you just got all shit positives
3: it's well for me obviously it helped with obviously my main team obviously having no, it's and Piastri in there.
1: Yeah, but the difference is between... You, you've you got three teams in there, where me and David are to get the one.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't get... I didn't end up with three together.
1: I've got three teams, but I didn't end up... Uh...
2: I've got a second one, but that's just not in any leagues. That's just...
1: Yeah, I didn't end up submitting, but it was just like... Yeah, I've had a kind of a good season so far but now I'm getting a little bit worried. <laughs> Why is that? Because you're not that be... far away from him. Because for some Orange. reason you've rocketed. <laughs> McLaren for you. Yeah, but the we- that's a weird thing. But don't forget I've got Piastri and
3: Norris but I've also got McLaren as my one of my constructors.
0: Yeah.
1: So have I. On my main team.
2: Yeah.
1: I got McLaren and Red Bull. Yeah, well I've already got McLaren yeah, but, and Aston Martin. Yeah, but Perez yes. Perez buggered me over. Yeah,
3: see on my um
0: I've already got so my
3: main team I've got Hamilton Verstappen, Norris, Alonso and Piastri. Yeah. And then Aston
1: Martin and McLaren. But well, think the weird thing about it is, if I look back at the first race, Bahrain, David finished the exact same position he did in this one, just with 68 more points.
2: Hmm. The amount of overtakes and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. But David finished second at Saudi. Fourth. Look, there's
2: time for me to bring it back yet. Yeah?
1: You, Yeah, but you got the most in uh, Azerbaijan. Yeah. Second, I was third in Miami, where Alan got the top spot in Miami. He got top spot in... Monaco. (laughs) Monaco. David got top spot in Spain. David got top spot in Canada. David got top spot in Austria.
2: I'm liking this pattern. Yeah, I'm still freaking third. (laughs)
1: <laughs> third, you got third in Yeah, but Alan got top spot in Silverstone, of course, because it's bloody Silverstone. <laughs> you I got Silverstone. You got second David in Hunger Hungary. I got top. Last in Belgium. And I got top. Yeah. I got top in at, uh Zambot David got last. Got second? David got top in Italy. I got second.
2: I've seen a theme emerging here.
1: <laughs> Alan got top, David got second in Singapore, and I got third. I remembered that. And then David goes back to fourth. Yeah. So, yeah. It's one of them. But, yeah. So obviously, any, uh,
2: any thoughts going into Qatar? Then you two.
1: I just want to see McLaren actually win. It's not going to happen. I want to see McLaren up up there again. If I'm honest. Yeah,
2: see Norris get a win. So the pool has been close so many times.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, uh, well, let's say Piastri it, but by God, it'd be special. But you know, it's.
3: The thing is, anything to happen. We know this ourselves. Anything can happen.
2: Oh, look at Singapore.
3: Singapore. What yeah.
2: what what odds would you have got on that Singapore race result? But
3: the way Red Bull's never, Red Bull never really done well where we're in Singapore anyway.
2: He were not to that level.
3: No, but again, anything can happen. They could have an engine issue. Uh, you know, so many different variables could go into it. But again, if it's a straightforward race, yeah, it will be Red Bull mm. is who's finishing behind them. And for Mm. me, I could actually see it be a battle between
0: McLaren, Mercedes and Ferrari. Mm. It's gearing up that way, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So, obviously, as you know, this will be coming out on a Friday. And as we don't have a race next week, the next one... Podcast will come out on well, the well, maybe the 9th it gets recorded and then it comes out, out the on the f- week. And then comes out the end of the week. Obviously you can get it Amazon Spotify. Uh you can also get it on Samsung Podcast. You can get it it is out on Wisdom app as well. It's out on that now. Um so if you've got a Wisdom app, you know, click on there. <laughs> you can basically find me on there and then you find the podcast on Wisdom. Yeah. So, obviously, thank you to Alan and David for joining. Thank you for having us. Yeah, pleasure as always. And we shall see you for the next one. So, until then... Adios, amigos.
2: So long and thanks for all the fish.
1: Goodbye for now.